What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Mallory, the chosen one, but I'm still down to have a little fun. This is the Yahweh or Yahweh podcast, a safe space to have conversation without condemnation for our generation. Today, we got one of my besties on the set. We got Dominique in the Y'all remember Dominique. If you don't remember Dominique, that means you didn't watch the New Year's episode. You did not watch the New Year's episode. Okay. And I'm going to need to go back and watch that. Watch what was it called? No, no, no fears, no tears or whatever. Yeah. Something, something like that. Something about the New Year. <laughs> we was encouraging and inspiring. Okay. So we had a good little weekend. We it did. was your birthday. Yes. It was my birthday. It was very chill though. It was chill. But it was a good weekend. It was a good weekend. Last time we were outside, it probably would have felt like, I don't know. I was like the last time we went downtown it felt more like her birthday yeah than this one like yeah. we were just chill i don't know it's something about growing up where you just happy to be alive just happy to be alive <laughs> like, just happy to be here because we was we was outside but it was like everywhere we went we weren't on the level of turn that everybody else was on right like we was just like this ain't it <laughs> like we was really ready to go home we was like right. we were downtown for like 15 minutes yeah literally went downtown it was late too yeah. went downtown got out the car saw one fight and said oh pack it up we going back but we had a good old time at the mission we did Cinco de Mayo and we did a little world tour now we had concert dance (laughs) (laughs) it was a good little time good little time period so y'all remember Dominique I'm so happy she's here today because we got a good episode for y'all so first of all before we get into the topics I want to give my testimony child go ahead child okay so y'all I was unemployed Almost homeless. I'm just playing. I went almost homeless. But the Lord has honestly been providing for me. Like, I was, y'all was calling it unemployment. I was calling it unpaid vacation. Period. Period. But I did kind of freak out, like, on the third week. I was like, all right, Jesus, what you gonna do for me now? <laughs> okay, so, um, I ended up getting let go from my job. Okay, so I was working for this company and then they were like, I was through a temp agency. So the temp agency was supposed to be a six month contract to permanent position. So when it came time for me to switch over to permanent, they was like, we don't have it in our budget to hire you and i was like well what you mean now <laughs> what am i gonna do so they told me that and i ended up having to get laid off i was trying to find a job this happened march 24th mind you it's, it was like literally a month had went by and i'm applying to so many jobs y'all like and i'm like slick losing faith like applied to like 250 jobs yeah. and every one of them was emailing me back unfortunately we're going with another candidate unfortunately this unfortunately that do you know how draining that was yes. like that was like you're reaching out to us like pray for me right i'm <laughs> like pray for me please yes. i'm like we need more prayer warriors on deck for this one i need all hands on deck so i was literally like in a season where my faith had to kick in and I had to like actually hope for the things that I could not see so when I was going through that I was just like Lord please God like I'm not trying not to let this change my posture with the podcast I'm trying to be consistent with that while I'm not working at least I can focus on that a little bit more it has its ups and downs but anyway long story less long it was a month later and they were like oh somebody's getting a promotion so a recruiter position just opened up for the team and I'm like hold on now I can send my resume right now I sent my resume so fast my thumb almost broke off but they already knew me though so I already knew I had the job but I just confirmed everything and I actually start tomorrow I'm so excited that's so lit though hold on we gotta put the applause for that one that's so lit because I already 
know how to do the job. So I'm excited to grow in different ways. Like Mm -hmm. this time that I don't have to learn the system and stuff like that. Because HR is a whole thing within itself, child. But that was my testimony time. (laughs) I'm going to slide it over to you. See what? how good has the Lord been to you? Just something in your life recently that has happened to where you know that was God. Um, well... I first want to publicly say thank you, Lord, for letting me see you 27 years. Come on now. <laughs> That's a big thing <laughs> in Memphis. Thing. I'm so glad it you're here. Um, but also my birthday, it was my first time having dinner with my mom and dad. Oh, so that was sweet. a really big blessing to me. That and was so sweet. Very wholesome experience. Yeah, that, that was yeah. so cute. I was like, I might do that next year. <laughs> yeah, very great. It's always good to uh-huh. sit down with your folks and mm-hmm. like see what percentage of who you are yeah. and like what what qualities you got from them because it starts showing more as you grow up. Mm-hmm. And you be like, like all my life, I really thought I got my funniness from like my dad completely, but my mom is hilarious. <laughs> yes, she is. She be having me <laughs> hollering, baby. I said, not I had two clowns. <laughs> y'all done made the clownery pop out because I'm hitting y'all in all kind of ways. But that is so nice. That is so good to like sit down and just enjoy life and embrace the people that are around you and just be present. That's all that this season is about, Mm y'all. Being present and being grateful and having attitude of gratitude. So if y'all had any Jesus moments this past week, any testimony times that y'all want to share, put it in the comments or if you feel like your testimony on the way and you need some more prayer warriors and you need all hands on deck, send us an email at yahwehryahweh at gmail.com or you can comment under the video and I'll definitely reach out to you. So it's time to slide into these topics. Period. Alright, so we got some fun little topics for y'all today. I kind of wanted to free talk but I always want to have topics on hand just in case. So I want to talk about side hustles and hobbies. Okay. We love a good side hustle because the Bible says if you don't work, you don't eat. Period. <laughs> you got, can't be lazy now. So um I just want to talk about side hustles and how they've impacted you like in I don't know maybe if they've impacted you to do something like that you further down the line realized you like more mm-hmm. or if it like gave you a skill that oh I can use this and tie it into with that like something like that so mm-hmm. what are some side hobbies that you've encountered in your past um I used to be the child of the queen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I still slick am, but I do it more for just my own pleasure or for close friends and family. Uh-huh. Um, but photography, of course, mm-hmm. that was my first side hustle uh, that was taught to me by my mother. And oh, I your still, mom taught you photography? I didn't know that. Yeah, I used to go to gigs with her when I was younger. Oh, so wow. She put me on. So, yeah, to, still to this day. Shout out to Miss Margaret. <laughs> yes. Shout out to Margaret. Um, still to this day, I can use that camera for any... Wow. Every, any and every other field that I'm pursuing yeah. right now. So, um, that's one thing. What else? Cooking, you was doing, yeah. you was doing like whole experiences for people. Yes. Uh, like catering experience, like yeah. private dining. Too cute. Um, Cause you know you can cook a child. Yeah. Come on now. Come on now. You can cook too. Come on now. <laughs> but you're the only other cook of my age yeah. and I'll be like, she got it. You know, we Gordon Ramsay with it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, dancing, uh, like I said, I used uh-huh. to be a, but, Overall, they did teach me, like, um, what I need to keep a hobby and what I need to make money from. Yeah. Or, and sometimes, like, when you put so much work in, into your passions mm-hmm. and hobbies, it cannot become fun anymore. Yeah. So things like the cooking stopped mm-hmm. um, becoming fun for me um, because I was just doing it for money mm. at one point. Um, photography. Uh, I think that's what happened to me with photography. Photography has always been a source of income. Yeah. Um, so... I wouldn't just call that a hobby. Mm-hmm. It's always been a hustle. Mm-hmm. Uh, dancing, 
Um, that definitely was a hobby. I've never made money from dancing. Period. People that love to call me a dancer used to never have made money from it. It's just something that I you use as an outlet. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, if any, the, the, you don't know who could see your videos no, these real. days. So that's the wave I was on back then. Exactly. Really. But yeah, girl, I go on and on about my side Child, hustle. Keep it going. Cause you're, do, you're doing one now and it's not even yeah. really a side hustle. I feel like this one is actually your dream. Yeah. And so, so like the mm-hmm. other stuff, like along the way right. that you ended up doing helped you with that. Talk about yeah, it. Talk about it. Sure. So all of that kind of like led me up to the acting and the modeling now. Mm-hmm. Um, any, hustles or hobbies that I'm doing now, I wanted to align with what I want to do long term. Mm-hmm. And so the camera, the photography, everything aligned with the confidence yeah. uh thing that I'm trying to play more into yeah. now. Um uh, so yeah, the dancing helped with the photography. Because mm-hmm. you be taking your own pictures, period. Yeah. So yeah. That's lit. Mm-hmm. I love that for you. Thank you. I, I'm so excited to see what's gonna come from this. <laughs> like I'm just so excited. I, I be like so ready to rush into everything. I be like, can we just take a peek into the future, Jesus? But like you're literally the only other person that I know that is so it's in so many like different avenues as well or has been. I am not well. even doing nothing no more. Well, no I, more, I, I started like with makeup. Makeup. I'm glad I know how yeah. to draw a little eyebrow because mm-hmm. I'll be sitting up here mm-hmm. like the man. We're, I didn't know he had eyebrows. <laughs> we have similar like hobbies and yeah, interests. The cooking, the photography. We love a good cooking. I like cooking for people though because I don't know. It just makes me feel happy. It's my love language. Yeah, for sure. it makes me feel like. Ah, oh, enjoy this labor of love for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. I love like, and I've just found out that hospitality can be a spiritual gift. Like you have the spiritual gift it. of like bringing people together yeah. and like creating experiences. And I feel like that's what it's all about to have a good mm-hmm. time too. Sure. So uh, I feel like photography mainly prepped me for not having a cameraman anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad I already had a camera. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad I got over the hurdle of being scammed. I don't know if y'all saw the other episode. <laughs> that man sent me a bag of rocks. I can't believe it. But side hustles, they're really fun. Um, especially when you partner your side hustle with your purpose. Mm-hmm. So partnering your side hustle with your purpose, yeah. that's lit because I feel like with photography, with like makeup, anything that I was doing solely for money, because I was just doing this stuff right. for extra money. Right. Like right. I feel like I have an obligation to show up mm-hmm. in podcasts. Like I have a purpose to do it because like it aligns with his will for my life. Exactly. And the things when you start maturing in the spirit, the thing that he wants you that he sees for you, he's going to put that desire in your heart to be like, oh, I want to do this now. Like, I want to show up for this. I want to make sure this is the best thing anybody's listening to, stuff like that. So when you have a dream and God sees it fit for his will for your life, he'll definitely plant that purpose inside of you and that drive to want to keep it going. So that's super lit. So if y'all got some side hustles and hobbies, (laughs) I would say qualify them to see which ones are actually like fun for you. Cause I feel like hobby is more fun, but Right. Don't like, be scared to try different right. things, too. And then, too, one thing about it is don't let nobody put you in a box. Because no. there was a lot of that when I was growing mm-hmm. up and just trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And I, I mean, we're still young. We're right. still 27. Mm-hmm. Like, we're still in our 20s. But I feel like a lot of your 20s is going to be putting your hand in, like, a lot of different pots and seeing what sticks. Like, yeah. which one do I like? Which one gives me the most joy? Which one... Is going to make yeah. me feel fulfilled. Which mm-hmm. one is going to make me feel happy when I do it and I'm not dragging stuff exactly. like that. So 
figure out which ones are the ones you actually like the most. And I say go for it. If you got a dream or you've been feeling like you want to do anything, go for it. For Especially real. if you have the uh, blessing of a choice to do it. You Come know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a huge blessing. And the resources. Right. Even that. Like, mm-hmm. and the people. Because mm-hmm. when I started this, I was like, who is going to come on this show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just so funny because when I took one step, God took the other five steps because it was like, he's not going to, he's not going to tell you before you do it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because he's like, I don't have, I don't have to prove nothing to you. Right. Like, I want you to start it and mm-hmm. then I'm going to send you the resources. Then the help is going to come. I've had people reach out to me and be like, oh, I want to help you film the podcast. You even mentioned it yeah. a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. So. The help is coming. Like it's the fact that are we going to accept it? Are we going to actually open our eyes and see the help in the people that are supporting us and stuff like that and use our resources? So I'm excited. So y'all better get on y'all job now (laughs) because if you don't, somebody else will. Okay. So our topics today, we this is a little mini sewed. Look cute mini sewed. So um, I want to talk about church hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, church hurt happens a lot, especially <laughs> in our generation. There was a lot of people who ran away from the church, uh, based on how they were treated because of how they looked or their sexual orientation or just anything really like how they dressed. Mm-hmm. I know people say all the time, come as you are. I mean, you want to cover up your, your, your areas, yeah. but sometimes people don't have clothes. Like mm-hmm. sometimes people got pushed away from the church because of somebody else they encountered. Mm-hmm. So I just want to talk a little bit about church hurt and how it's so harmful especially like to the black community um when it comes to us getting like and that's why i made this podcast Mm -hmm. like to have safe space for conversation right because these days it's hard to show up authentically about what you think is yourself and then when you come into these institutions or you come into these churches and they're like oh we don't look like that here or we don't do this here or yes majority not i'm sorry not majority some churches are the ones doing the condemning yeah that's why the church hurt comes and the you know isolation comes from god Yeah. yeah but the thing is with isolating yourself from god i feel like a lot of people don't know that it's not the relationship that you have with the church. It's mm-hmm. going to be your relationship and your intimate relationship with God. Right. Yeah. So when you encounter people that are nasty, that are mean spirited, because the people say, oh, I don't go to church because it's mean people at the church. It's hypocrites at the church. Mm-hmm. Well, baby, it was hypocrites at the club. Everywhere. It, it was hypocrites at Kroger. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that people are so harsh on the church is really bad but at the same time the people in the church need to be held accountable for how they're treating newcomers because we're supposed to be christians we're supposed to be oh we love you we're gonna accept you for who you are and we're gonna let you figure it out through god Mm -hmm. then we need to be having open arms and more open conversations about the ways that people are pushing people away um because when people are forming a new relationship with god they first see somebody else's relationship with him yeah and they're like oh he saved her. She, 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 if she can do it, I know I can walk with God. Mm-hmm. So when we counteract in our actions, counteract how we've been portraying ourselves, like if we're act, if if you're holy or whatever, or somebody holds you to a higher standard of your relationship with God or whatever, and they see you acting a fool, they're gonna be like, "Oh, well, is this what it's about?" Like we never want to be the thing that turns people away from the church. Right. Like we always want to be the welcoming, the gathering, the like hospitality side of ourselves to where we would want. Somebody to want to say, oh, they're having fun over there. I want to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. So, I don't know. A lot of people get church hurt, and I hate that. Yeah, but also people that's going to church for the first time or after several years or going back. Yeah. Um, 
they also need to be ready for what comes with that. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't know how to take, you know, accountability mm. and they aren't aware of, you know, yeah. make, you have to change your ways or yeah. you know, improve yourself. Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> like, you know, like you, you might have came <laughs> with booty shorts today, but if we see you two Sundays from now <laughs> and we done said, all right, baby, what you got? Sometimes <laughs> there's only so much you can right. withhold from saying, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think both sides. <laughs> <laughs> we need you on the committee at the right. door. You're going to be like, where you going? <laughs> it's like both both sides have to be considered of yeah. the people coming in and yeah. the people whose house home you're yeah. coming into. It's, of course, God's house, mm-hmm. ultimately. But, like, this is their the place that they're comfortable yeah. with worshiping God. So, you know, you still have to have this form of respect for any mm-hmm. house of God that you go into. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, you know, have that mentality of, you know, um, <clears throat> well, if it's God, you know, I come as I am, I do what I want, yeah. I repent, you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, you still have to have yeah. discipline, you know? <laughs> like something, please, something, something that we can work with. But something. it's some, um, I think it's really important to be a part of a church because, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about all the time how God, uh, how his, how the people of God is the body mm-hmm. of the church. And so if one, think about a body, like if your arm broke, mm-hmm. like your other arm is going to have to overcompensate yeah. for that one being broke. Mm-hmm. Like if the, if one part is broken and one part isn't working, it won't be able to function properly, like the whole body of the church. So it's really important to go to church, you guys. Um, so I have this scripture. It is Matthew chapter. 18 verse 20 it says for where two or three are gathered together in my name there I am in the midst of them and it's not about like I would say it's really important to go to church because I miss church when COVID happened and like everything got shut down I was like dang because that was when I was first starting to try to really do something in the church like 2018 mm-hmm. I started kind of changing my life 2019 I was like okay I'm gonna do this for real 2020 I was like okay we're gonna go to church and then boom yeah. March 2020 everything got shut and down and everything, everything kind of went, went virtual wow. that was kind of like the only options that people had for church so getting church hurt was kind of not really happening then like because everything was so closed down but I feel like people who had gotten church hurt way before the pandemic, that was the people who was like, I'm not going back ever. And that's what sucks because it's like we're supposed to be leading people to the church, not pushing them away. So I have one more uh, topic that I want to talk about. Um, Church dropouts. Because I feel like we all dropped out at one point in time. (laughs) I feel like I went my whole... Well, I went the whole time I was in grade school, really, up until high school, and then it was kind of my choice or not if I wanted to go anymore, Mm -hmm. but um, I don't know. I've always flip-flopped back in and out, but I feel like, honestly, it's your relationship that you have with God that's important, but it's also that going and serving part of it that I'm more interested in now because it's like I've gotten the connection with God and I've realized who he is for me and I realized who he was for myself. So now that I have that foundation, going anywhere isn't going to like or like going somewhere and having a bad experience isn't going to deter me from going right. to church. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So church dropouts. So <laughs> I was a super church dropout with COVID game. I was, I was going, pretty- I don't label myself as a church dropout. I was going every Sunday consistently mm-hmm. up until before COVID. Yeah. And then I think I got 
used to, you know, not going to church, doing mm-hmm. a virtual thing. Um, and it was just easier. But then also, that's when I started to gain my own personal relationship mm-hmm. with God, too, which was crazy to yeah. me. Yeah. I was like, what? I feel like a lot of people kind of grew more personally with God yeah. based on the pandemic and based mm-hmm. on how everything was so shut down. Because like I said earlier, like the world was kind of put on pause and it kind of made you look into some stuff about yourself. It kind of made you sit right. with yourself in the silence and like figure out is what I'm doing right now beneficial are the people around me right now beneficial to me and it was like people were falling off left and right people were like uh, uh, like I've seen like friendships that were for years like yeah. start coming to a halt so mm-hmm. and not even just like in my own life like the people that I've seen like people I've grown up with their friends falling off stuff like that like you really trim the fat of who's supposed to be running the race with you like when you're like actually being self aware and you're sitting down and you're getting away from all the distractions that's one thing that the pandemic did do was like it brought forth purpose and it made people Definitely sit with themselves forth purpose <laughs> okay for sure, for sure. <laughs> because and even if, if it didn't bring you back so i feel like even if it didn't give you purpose based on the fact that you had to find yourself it probably gave you a sense of you shouldn't be doing what you were doing because at that point you've realized oh life is lifing like there's it, there's a deadly disease on the run that don't nobody know about it made the world stop like yeah we ain't never seen nothing like that yeah so the, if that didn't shake you to your core and you didn't realize that everybody was affected it didn't matter how much money you had it didn't matter how many degrees you had it didn't none of that stuff mattered it was do you have covid or not <laughs> exactly where's the mask you <laughs> six feet right i was in, and i didn't even think the everything about covid was crazy because why am me standing six feet away from somebody gonna stop the chairs <laughs> i feel like if i walk by you it's gonna get on me like didn't nobody know nothing about covid and i was like fortunate enough to get covid like two years later like when i caught covid last september it was september of 2022 mm-hmm. people was like that's still a thing i was like what you mean i was vaccinated and everything i think i yeah. called one of the new joints uh-huh. oh girl i thought i was gonna die you saw me on twitter i, I was like i love y'all you. Call <laughs> you call me. she said are you okay <laughs> and it just made me laugh because i was literally like thinking i was gonna die <laughs> Everybody said, are you okay? I'm seeing you on Twitter talking about auctioning your stuff off. <laughs> it was nice to know you. Right. Oh, God. So I was talking. I gave up all the fame, hun. I thought I was out of here because I was like, oh, it didn't feel good. I ain't never been that sick. I feel like I got hit by a bus. <laughs> like, but, girl, let me tell you, every cold is like that for me. <laughs> but I was like, baby, this is it. But I imagine how scary that would have been to get COVID like during when nobody knew what was going on when vaccines wasn't even a thing yet though like I bet that was like super scary. People probably did have them just that's when they didn't know what it was. That would have gave me extra anxiety though like on the news. You remember how on the news they kept having a kill count like Mm -hmm. it was like death on a mass scale. That's so scary. Like, and the fact that the news is like just back to normal now is crazy too. Mm-hmm. Cause every day you would see that at the bottom. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> Church dropouts. I feel like we need to re-enroll. <laughs> I feel like, you know, it's okay to walk away from church or whatever, or, you know, take some time off when it yeah. comes to your relationship with God. But 
bring bring it back. Bring you know it on what I'm saying? Back. Bring take, it on back. Take that time off. Yeah. Find and, and then even yeah, even yeah. in the time off, like you'll be amazed at the things that he'll tell mm-hmm. you. You'll be amazed at the instruction that you get. Yeah. So it's just really a full circle thing. Like I don't know. I like going to church for the congregation part of it mm-hmm. now because it was like back then it was like oh my mama dragging me to church, somebody yeah. dragging me to church. Mm-hmm. Like now it's I'm getting up because I want to go. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's important to me, so I need to be there. Like Nick, right. I need to get filled up with what's going on right now. Exactly. But yes. Yeah, so that was our topics of the day, y'all. I told y'all it was going to be a mini show. So we're going to do the daily devotional. So what is today? It's the, I ain't going to tell you what day it is because it ain't going to be that same day by the time y'all see this. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Okay, so y'all know the devotional book. So this is 365 devotionals for people who may be a little ratchet, but God knows your heart. So, the, oh my God, we got a Drake one. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this one was <laughs> meant to be. Okay, so this one, y'all. Okay, so this book, when you read it, it give you like lyrics, and then you read the lyrics, and then you whatever, whatever. Okay, so the lyrics today is "Got Me in My Feelings," Drake. It says, "Have you ever been in a situation where you got your feelings hurt? Maybe you went to see your grandmother, and the first thing she said was, "Baby, you done got so fat, I almost didn't recognize you." Or perhaps you were hoping you'd get a chance to spend Friday night with Babe, but he decided to go out with his homeboys. Maybe she left your message on read a little too long, or maybe you posted a picture that you thought was cute, but he put a like instead of a love and now you're in your feelings (laughs) we're all humans here and it's almost inevitable at some point in time that you will get your feelings hurt the problem is however it comes when you get in your feelings hold on the problem all right (laughs) (laughs) it's the dyslexia for me it says Oh Lord. Oh my God. It says the problem, however, comes when you get in your feelings. When you are in your feelings, it means that you are allowing people to hurt your feelings to submerse and potentially drown you. Pay close attention to the times when you are in your feelings. You don't interact with people the same because you are often short, cold, attitudinal, dismissive, or sometimes irrational. How does that help? A bit of practical advice would be to recognize when you are in your feelings and allow yourself a small window of time to get out of them. When the shock of the initial offense occurs and your emotions are driving the car, you are more likely to react irrationally to them than to respond calmly. Make sure you get out before you go in. So I guess get out your feelings before you go into different situations that may like cause you to act the way that you don't want to act basically how we was talking about how people get church hurt like when you were like make sure you just take some time to yourself if they didn't hurt you that bad or you ain't your feelings that much and then make sure you establish that faith that you're going to need to go into a situation like that and then god take it from there yeah because i'm trying to be more emotionally mature these days and yeah. so learning to just you know Take a breath. Mm-hmm. Think before I react. Yes. Even if it takes hours for me to respond to something. Exactly. Like, I need to act. Trust me. You did not want to respond when you said that. <laughs> i <be> in jail. <laughs> like, I just need a second. Because mm-hmm. I, I find mm-hmm. out that the worst things that I say are the things that I didn't think about before they left my mouth. Yeah. Like, you can always, like, you, I don't know, you just, you can't never forget how somebody made you feel. Right. So, exactly. or forget how you made somebody else feel, because mm-hmm. I be like, dang, 
Mm-hmm. I was just mean to them. <laughs> like, right. I don't want to feel bad after I talk to yeah. somebody. That's why I try to like take the time to consider my feelings and their feelings mm-hmm. and then think strategically about yeah. how I'm about to pursue this conversation. Right. Yeah. You don't want the regular me to finish the right. conversation. Because yeah. I'm a look now. Mm-hmm. So we're about to play the Would You Rather game. Then we're going to go on a fun little joyride. <laughs> Mini sode is wrapping up. Okay. So the questions that I have for you, it's just Would You Rather. We never played Would You Rather on the Yahweh Yahweh podcast. You ain't never had a good time. So, if you want to come on the show, email me. <laughs> period. <laughs> Just look me Please. We're <laughs> <laughs> running out. <laughs> All right. So, the game is Would You Rather. So, I got three questions, and you just pick which one you would rather do. Okay. So, would you rather carry the Ten Commandments down from a mountain or help rebuild the walls surrounding Jerusalem? Hold on now before you answer. Keep in mind, the Ten Commandments, they wasn't written on no paper. No, no. <laughs> they were stones. <laughs> and I think it was ten big ones for each single one of them. So would you rather carry them down from a mountain <laughs> or help rebuild the walls surrounding Jerusalem? Definitely help build the walls because I have other people. But I can just, you know, <laughs> blend in. Bang the wall every five minutes. One time and go sit in the bathroom. Period. I know that's right. I would definitely be on the team with them. I'd be like, (laughs) y'all doing a great job. I'm gonna get so good at it. They, I'm gonna be pointing out who missed it. (laughs) I'm taking attendance for the day. Where is Shadrach? Meet you in the bedroom. I'm clicking the water for everybody. Right. Somebody needs to be doing something. We need to keep them hydrated now. (laughs) Cause if they fall out, what what we gonna do? When so they say what I had to do to build the wall. Period. I'm just involved. I'm involved. <laughs> I'm in on, on water ministry. Period. Okay, so the next one is, would you rather have boils all over your body or lose a leg because of leprosy? Or an arm. Or a limb. Any one of them. Leprosy is like when your limbs just fall off out of nowhere. Just one? I don't know, nah. You said one. <laughs> you said one. You said A. I don't know a. which card of leprosy you got dealt leprosy you could lose an eye i don't know <laughs> I, don't, I think leprosy is really just losing limbs but then you say how many you gonna lose you just got diagnosed with leprosy you don't know how many you gonna lose you could be a vegetable so would you rather have boils all over your body <laughs> <laughs> okay or lose a leg or any other limb <laughs> or maybe two or three or four <laughs> you like so I might just be Mr. Potato, just or I just have one leg. I don't know what's going on. I don't um, know what cards you're gonna get dealt. I'll say the boils. <laughs> it's more predictable. <laughs> I had one boil before. I know. Uh, okay, cool. One boil, you gonna make it? Okay. I don't know because <laughs> this sounds horrible. I'm like, if it was just one limb, I'd pick that. But you telling me it could be multiple limbs? <laughs> know about that okay the boils they aren't going anywhere though i mean you mean, you mean like never <laughs> you mean, can't leave and come back no <laughs> a week a week that Treat a week. Back. this is biblical days there's no pharmacy <laughs> so we're gonna give her boils for 500 <laughs> all right Lauren. okay this is the last question Okay, would you rather turn water into wine with Jesus or walk on water with Jesus? 
I would say walk on the water. That sounds funner. But that's just me. <laughs> you gotta think about it. I'm like, drinking wine with Jesus would be a good time. They didn't say he was drinking it. Just creating it? I don't know. <laughs> So we just created it. We can't sip it. I don't, did he take a sip? I have no idea. I don't know. I should read that tonight and see. But I don't know. I would want to walk on the water because you can't never do that again. You can't never turn water into wine in. True. But, but wine still existed though. Yeah. Okay, walk on water. Yeah, I would definitely walk on water because yeah. I can go to the liquor store and get some wine. Yeah. That's where I'm going after this. <laughs> <laughs> you are like, please. <laughs> This is a very laid back episode, y'all. So we finna do the song of the week. I'm changing the song of the week to the joy ride of the week. And we finna have a good old time. Good old time. Let's do it. Girl, we'll be driving the always driving. <laughs> but I'm gonna have to look at the camera. You, you wanna take it off? Okay. When I wake up in the morning, drop my people instagram they whatever tiktok hashtag whatever you got tell them where the reviews can find you uh okay so i changed my name on instagram it now is i think underscore, underscore shay savage yes uh facebook it's dominique savage period tiktok it's dominique savage i need to change everything to shay but yeah instagram mainly underscore shay savage period go follow my girl go love on her go send her all the vibes if they're good ones because please don't they don't play with I, it. I ain't gonna pay you no time. Don't, don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Okay, so make sure you go on her page and hashtag YOYW. That stands for Yahweh or Yahweh. Just to let them know that you watched the episode. Okay, girls. So I'm finna pray us out. This was a fun old time. Lord, thank you for this day. God, thank you for this episode. Thank you for just sitting in the midst of us, Father God. We ask that your Holy Spirit continue to do a work within us and continue to chase after us with all of your hearts, Father God. Lord, I ask right now in the name of Jesus that you just fall fresh on our positivity, Father God, for this season. I ask that you fall fresh on our tempers and help us be slow to anger. Father God, if there's anything that was said in this podcast episode that fell on their hearts, Father God, I ask that you just Take that seed and make it grow further, Father God, so that they will have action and feel just 
empowered to move father god in your spirit lord i just pray right now that people start getting in small groups and finding ways to connect with other believers just so the walk won't be as strenuous father god here in this earth father god i ask that you continue to bless us continue to just shine through us so we can continue to make your name great father god in jesus name i pray amen amen beautifully said period we are out y'all i will see y'all next week and it's the chosen one don't forget to like subscribe and share this content this is nothing without the viewers. I'm telling ya. Share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with somebody at the grocery store. Period. Cause we outside, but we outside for Jesus. It's a chosen one. I love y'all. <laughs>